Welcome to the second episode of Profs Radio, the show to A-star your business by learning from entrepreneurs' own experience, how to solve problems. I'm your host, Peter Martin, director of Profs.biz, the only digital company you need to run your business easier, quicker, and cheaper. Today, we have the stress guru himself, Dave Algeo. Good morning, Dave. Do you want to say hi to the listeners and tell them about what you do? Will do. How are you doing? Good to, good to talk to you and uh, do a podcast finally. Um, hi, listeners. Um, as uh, Peter said, I am the stressed guru self-styled, and that's all uh, around my interest and fascination with stress and how we cope, and it's about coping more positively. Um, so that's really what I do as I speak and I run workshops around positive coping, tackling stress, putting it in its, in its place so you can just get on with life and whatever goals you actually have. Because for me, the goal isn't stress management. The goal is the goal, whatever that is for yourself, you know. Excellent. That's very true, yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about your journey and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, um, I suppose I, I wind the clock back to my days as a police officer for uh, 22 odd years, really. Um, and coupled with that, I have managed anxiety personally for a long time, uh, or it managed me probably <laughs> more to the point in the early years. And it was that combination of juggling anxiety and and sometimes going to some darker places with it and not realizing that I could do something about it and juggling quite a stressful job and, you know, being a supervisor and a sergeant in the police as well. Um, and it, it's always struck me in my time in the police that we human beings have an amazing capacity to cope and get through stuff. Um, and it's, it's not the getting through that's the issue. It's how we get through. What do we use to get through and the coping strategy. So in my time, coping strategies have been the typical bloke thing probably have just shut the, F up and get on with it and also for me alcohol which was you know culturally I guess part of uh, the policing kind of culture at the time um, but it caused problems for me so that's kind of what brought me to a fascination with how people cope how can we cope more positively and get on with the things that matter in life which is looking after ourselves enjoying life with our family friends and loved ones and achieving goals you know so it's that kind of thing that I've ended up working in largely because of my own personal experiences. Thank you for for sharing that. That was that was quite personal. So re- really appreciate that you that you got that deep there. Um, <laughs> and, and you've kind of touched on obviously you've you've had some challenges there uh, with, with anxiety, uh, alcohol, etc. Um, but and as we know, business always presents many challenges. Is there a challenge yeah. you've come across in your business uh, that you can share with all the profs listening today? Yeah, I suppose you could you could label it in a nutshell as practice what you teach, maybe boy. <laughs> because I'm interested in the subject, I'm fascinated by it. At one point, I was juggling working full time in the police with running the business and teaching around the country, and then eventually left to the police to do this full time, albeit it was pretty much going there anyway beforehand um and i fell into some of the classic mistakes that um, i think a lot of us do when we run business you kind of you think you're invincible you work all hours um you you don't take that time out to look after yourself and and you well for me you end up forgetting how to relax um and you're always switched on and so that challenge was something like i say i talk to people about and sometimes i have to slap me forehead and go how a dave man <laughs> you know this stuff um but that's i guess why i say the stressed guru i'm not perfect and it's, i'm a work in progress like everybody else but that challenge for me has, has reared its head a couple of times in my business life i've been in business about 13 years possibly 14 come on um and that is um is something that i've learned a couple of times and 
particularly in the last few years as well, where you're so passionate about what you want to do. You want to achieve this, whether it's a lifestyle, a certain income, or get a message out there or all of the above. And it's that that drives you sometimes and to the point that you forget about the things that actually are vital, which is your own well-being, your energy levels, your emotional well-being, and your relationships and friendships as well, you know? So that challenge that I faced came to a head a few years ago, really, where, not, not so much a head in a negative way, but I was working really hard. And um, my partner and I, Leslie, we had uh, a little girl, Rosie. Now, I'm no spring chicken, if anybody could see the photographs. Um, and, you know, I've got a two grown-up children, Hannah and Thomas, as well. And when Rosie came along, um, I knew it was going to be quite tough as an older guy who's managing, challenging things anyway, and obviously lack of sleep. So for me, I set out to try to build more of a lifestyle and a balance around my work and time with Rosie. And that was the real challenge that I set myself over the last few years, you know. Um, it's very relatable what you're saying. It, it's all, <laughs> when we do it for customers and they forget about ourselves. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we always bang on about websites for like two years and didn't even have a proper website. <laughs> it was absolutely ridiculous. And, but just touching on uh, that time that you're saying that balance, didn't you mention something about a three-day week that you're, you're trying to achieve at the moment, three-day yeah. working week? Yeah, well, right. This is all in the context of two things. I remember years and years ago when I first, I was at school, but I entered the world of employment by getting a part-time job at a restaurant called Open House Restaurant. I don't know, it's not there now, but if anybody might remember it, you, it was one of those places, which was a magical place. You'd, they hold, held dinner parties for small, for, for tables and groups of people. And it was never a big business. But what they did was something, at the, at, for me at the age of 15, struck me and stuck with me, was in July of any given year, they would open the diary for the following year. And the first thing they would do would be to block out the days off, the time off, the weeks off for their holidays. And that has stuck with me ever since. And it's, it's kind of something I didn't do when I first set up my own business and consequently filled me time with work. And when Rosie came along, I decided I'm going to put that into practice. And off the back of one of my favorite books, The Four Hour Work Week, Tim Ferriss, I'm sure many people have come across that. Um, the idea of developing a lifestyle around your business. And more importantly, when you're at work, to work in a smart, sensible way rather than being busy just for the sake of it. So when Rosie came along, I decided to say, right, I'm going to work a three-day week because I would like to spend time with Rosie Mondays and Fridays until she starts nursery, which incidentally she's just done. And I'm going to aim for term time working in a bid to really have an experiment to see, could this work? Could I work less, achieve more and grow me business? And over the time, it's been, it's been an adventure and it's been a real experience. And, and I've got to say, it's been messy. <laughs> It's been, it's been a messy experience. But on the whole, I've got to be honest, I have managed to shape more often than not a three-day week, albeit some weeks are mad and don't fit that, you know. Um, but on the whole, it has been a three-day week. I haven't quite nailed the term time yet. But um, that three-day week, what it did was a bit like, you know, have you ever, you, we've all been there. You know, when you've, you've been short of money and um, you suddenly get very careful with your money, don't you? <laughs> with what's there and you think, mm, do I need to spend that? Do I? When I started to say, right, I've only got three days here, I started to be careful with my time. And it was interesting because I started to really get to grips with the, the classic advice you get in time management and productivity, you know, the, the getting things done um, type of mentality, the batching and, and um, not multitasking. And I have an acronym that I, I kind of adopted over the time, which was DADS. 
DADS, which is ditch, automate, delegate, and or simplify. Because each one of those became kind of important. The first one, ditch. Do I need to do this? Am I doing this just because I've always done it or for the sake of it or just to be busy because of that habit? And that was really useful and sometimes really uncomfortable to face up to things I was doing for, for absolutely no benefit. It's the 80-20 rule. I realized there's a lot of things I'm doing that really give me no results, you know? And then I kind of built in the automate, which is what can I do to automate some stuff and then delegate, outsource others. And then the simplify for me is a classic because I don't know, I think the longer you work in work and systems as you... I have a natural tendency to make things more complex. So I countered that with thinking, right, how, how can I make this simpler? How would Dave, you've just made this ultra complicated. Um, I've spent three days setting up this to-do manage, task management system. <laughs> it's complicated. I need a degree now to operate it, simplify it, you know, that kind of stuff. So those things have helped me really just kind of manage a three-day week over time, um, albeit hasn't been pretty <laughs> a lot of the time. It's been a bit messy, but, you know, I have managed it. So it's been good. Well, there we go. A bit of inspiration for everybody else trying to knock down the week. I like the acronym. I might steal that. The dads, yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 I really like that. Um, just before we find out how Dave has actually solved that issue, uh, we, I would just like to take a minute to let you know of our community entrepreneur props where you can meet other entrepreneurs and learn from them as well as find the tools that we recommend or the software and online digital stuff. Just go to entrepreneurs.profs.biz. You can also join our free Facebook group, Entrepreneur Profs, uh, and you can get a ton of advice in there as well. So Dave, just coming back to your issue there where you said it was quite difficult to apply the stuff that you were teaching to other people. Yeah. Um, how have you solved that? And is there any kind of software or tools that's helped you along your way to achieve that? Yeah. Um, I mean, those systems, like I talked about the dads kind of evolved over time and it's not original. It's my little metaphor, but I mean, it, it's mentioned in the four hour work week, not as that acronym, but in, in other kind of guises. But I think that there's two sides to it. Yes. Software helped me, but on the same time, it also hindered me because I have, I'm a geek. I'm a nerd. I love, oh man, I could, <laughs> you give me a video. Oh, have you seen this task management or this app? Oh, I could lose myself for hours in it. And I had to really get real about that because I, again, I'll get into it and I'll overcomplicate it and have it just for the sake of it. Um, and I think it's the two sides is software can be a hindrance if you're not, if you're of that kind of mindset, but it can also be a massive asset if you kind of, you are the master rather than it mastering you. And I think that was the big thing for me was recognizing what, what am I, what are the things that I do and think in my own head that undermine myself and that perfectionism and all or nothing are the key things for me. You know, I, I kind of have to, had to over the last few years realize that I can't work to that same level of perfection. And when I mean perfection, I don't mean good standard. I just mean that unrealistic, unachievable standard. I had to step back and go for more than good enough, you know, um, and just catch myself when I'm doing it. So that was one of the big things. And, and the reason the, how I achieved that was usually around those that time when I spent with Rosie, funnily enough, I'd, I'd have time with her, but also time to just decompress from work. And there's a, a lot of interesting research around the value of taking space and time, which is counterintuitive when you're stressed and busy, but taking time out to be almost idle. Some people might get the, the heebie-jeebies straight away with that thought, but our productivity drops the longer and harder we work and our focus drops. And actually we get more creative and able to problem solve when we allow space and time. And 
that's easy to say, but I kind of had to put my money where my mouth was with this experiment. And it did, it did pay off. And particularly, you know, now it's starting to pay. Now that Rosie's gone to nursery, I'm not allowing myself to slip back into a five day week. I'm using the two days for one for study for a master's and the other for bigger picture kind of creative stuff, you know, and it's amazing how it impacts on your, your, your perspective and your ideas and your productivity. Um, and I guess that's where the software comes in because I've kind of stripped right back. Um, I'm a Mac user. I don't know if there's many out there, but there's two bits of software that I would say are kind of um, massively helpful. And, and one of them is um, like a keyboard, sorry, um, like a snippet thing. It's called text expander. So, you know, stuff that you type repeatedly um, it's, it's, you know, if I'm typing, um, I don't know, certain phrases or words or sentences or even paragraphs or emails repeatedly, I'll give it a snippet code and it kind of just, I'll type in EXP or something like that, which puts a code in and it automatically puts all this massive text in to save me typing it. And that has been a massive time saver for me in terms of, uh, you know, productivity wise, because that kind of thing really helps, you know, in terms of a software solution that actually works, you know? I like the idea of that. Less time. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Less input. Um, So what would be your top tip for people that are feeling stressed in their business? Um, Now top tip. There's a few, I would say there's a top three, but that if I was going to go top, top, top tip, I would say get, get a close network of two or three other people that you can meet with regularly. I mean, it's classically called a mastermind, isn't it? A mastermind group type thing in business. Um, but get a group of people who are like-minded and you trust and you trust and trust each other and you can, share the journey because support i think is that if i was if you had to nail me down to one thing i would say absolutely the support network the support you have around you yes you need family friends etc but you also need two or three people like or you know, not not too many more than that in terms of a close-knit mastermind but where you, where they get you you get them you, you've got each other's backs and i kind of break it into three things you're there to give the, each other moral support yeah, you know, like that time when you just want to rant, <laughs> like you just need to let it go. Um, you need moral support. You also need people who can bounce ideas and tactical kind of support off. So I'm thinking of this, what do you think? And kind of talking through, oh, well, you should speak to such and such or try this. But you also need the third element, which I also think is really important, is truth teller. And you need people who are prepared to not listen to your bullshit. I don't know if I can say that, can I? But you know, the rubbish <laughs> you say that. that you come up with, you need people that are going to say, hang on, Dave, you, you said you're going to do this. You've come up with this reason. Do you remember do you, that was the reason that you gave the last time what's going on? You know, it's not about being nasty, but it is about holding people to account so that we can call each other out and get to the real reasons why we are not successful in some things and successful in others, you know? So I would say that's the one tip if, if you're going to twist me on about it for one thing. <laughs> It is quite important though, because particularly if you're working on your own and you've got all yeah. the pressures of family life, and finances, and just to have someone that you can do that with and your family and friends, as you say, aren't really on that same level as you. Yeah. Um, I mean, you need that support, don't you? But they are, they don't necessarily get it the way that somebody else is in the same, <laughs> same work or business in business i think it's a very unique thing isn't it? it's really challenging area 
in so many different ways. Definitely, it is. And, and lastly, what is the software tool that you would most recommend? Oh, now, um, I mentioned Text Expander, which is a really good one. Um, I like, I suppose, my favorite, and it's, it's called Hazel. And I don't know if you'll be able to get an equivalent on PC. I, you, I'm sure you can. But Hazel, for me, is, a, is, a, is, a, is my favorite app, if you're going to kind of twist my arm again about it. Is, what it does is it, it's, it kind of, it's, it's a background automated um, administrator. So it kind of files stuff and moves folders. It watches folders for you. And if something drops in there of a certain type, according to rules you set, it'll move it elsewhere. So... I find that if I, you know, if I wanted to, like I do a bit of me admin, I respond to emails, et cetera. I'll put certain codes into the, like rename a file. If I rename it with certain codes, Hazel just picks it up and moves it where I need it to go with a client file or a financial file or accountants file. And it takes a little bit of time to set up behind the scenes. But once it does, it kind of, it's, it's like magic, you know? Um, it sounds to, amazing, actually, like you're just automated VA, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously it has its limits, but it is really good for that basic stuff. Um, I know some people go, go really geeky on it. I, I don't tend to do that, but, you know, like um, things you download, it shifts it off your desktop or somewhere tidies it up or puts your photos into a particular, if it recognizes as a picture, it'll put it here and that kind of stuff. It's really good. Um, it takes a bit of work and I'm sure there'll be a PC version of that kind of thing, you know. Um, but Hazel for Mac, that's the one that I would say go with. <laughs> Right, uh, I'll, I'll have a check as well, see if there's a PC version for, yeah. for the listeners. It's bound to be, isn't it? It's bound to be. Yeah. Uh, before you do go, uh, how is it that people can connect with you and is there anybody you would recommend that we interview for this podcast? Yeah, um, well, re- to connect with me, if anybody wants to connect with me, you can email me, dave at stressedguru.com and that's stressed as in stressed out. So dave at stressedguru.com or check my website out, stressedguru.com. Um, there's loads going on, uh, a lot of changes coming up, but there's loads of resources on, on my website, in particular the Daily Sprout, the Weekly Radish videos, loads of tips and strategies on how to put stress in its place really so you can get on with life um and a couple of people i've got a couple of people in mind who um may well be really useful um dr simon raybold i don't know if you've uh, if you've met him but he's a presentation genius that's his kind of he's the author of that book and he specializes in confidence and presentations um raising your expertise and getting your message across in in presentations which i guess is a, a key skill for people in business isn't it um so he'd be I know really simon. I'll yeah, well, oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I was wondering how we actually managed to get through this entire podcast without mentioning a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> right. It was at the end. Uh, for those that don't know, Dave, yeah, he, yeah. Uh, vegetables <laughs> as analogies uh, to deal with stress. I'm not going to tell you about it. Watch your stuff. Yes, that's right. Uh, funny enough, I haven't. I normally do mention them, don't I? You know, but um, yeah, go over there and find out why I talk cabbages, sprouts, and radishes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thank you so much <laughs> on this. It, I really appreciated it, and I, I think that's really benefited some of those entrepreneurs who are working by themselves and are quite stressed. There, uh, remember, profs, to check out our community and free Facebook group. Uh, Go and a star your business today.